CNN Radio, I'm Harry Beadle. The Senate's expected to vote an hour from now on the Supreme Court nomination of Federal Appeals Court Judge Sonia Sotomayor. CNN's Dick Juliano reports she's expected to win easy confirmation. The Senate is expected to overwhelmingly confirm Federal Judge Sonia Sotomayor today to the Supreme Court. Her backers, including Senate Democrat Debbie Stabenow of Michigan, point to her 17 years' experience as a trial judge. She will be the most experienced Supreme Court justice in over 100 years. The only question remaining will be how many of the Senate's Republicans will vote for her. A handful so far say they will, including Christopher Bond of Missouri. I will support her. I'll be proud for her. The community she represents and the American dream she shows is possible. Dick Iuliano, CNN Washington. Senate's also expected to vote today or tomorrow on adding money to the Cash for Clunkers program. Or Lisa Desjardins tells us where that money would come from. Lawmakers want another $2 billion to keep the so-called Cash for Clunkers program going. That idea flew through the House. It's now in the Senate. Where's the money come from? Well, here's Transportation Secretary Ray LaHood. By transferring money from the energy portion of the economic recovery. They they transferred $2 billion from the energy portion. In other words, $2 billion from the stimulus bill will be rerouted. Senate Leader Harry Reid says it will be passed before the Senate leaves for recess this weekend. LaHood sounds confident. That's what we're asking the Senate. I believe the Senate will do that. Lisa Desjardins, CNN, Capitol Hill. President Obama's approval rating is still dropping. Tomorrow's his 200th day in office in a CNN opinion research poll has found it's down seven points since 100 days. Twitter's back online following what officials of the social networking site call a denial-of-service attack intended to overwhelm the network. And Illinois today is expected to become the 17th state to ban texting while driving. This is CNN. Does work feel like a puzzle and you don't know where all the pieces are? Or you have all the pieces, but you don't know what the picture should look like? Then join me, Denise Rubin, 30-year vet in human resources. I've sat in the boardroom and in the executive offices. And I'll share with you the trials and tribulations of the workplace and how together we can solve the workplace puzzle one piece at a time. Tune in to Work Does Matter, Fridays from 1 to 2 in the afternoon on Alternative Talk 1150. Visit my website at workdoesmatter.com. Good afternoon. Eric Reiner here with you on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. Time now for a look at our Cairo 7 weather forecast. Partly cloudy skies this evening. Lows around 56 degrees. Mostly cloudy for your Friday. Highs getting up only around 69 degrees. Your Saturday bringing cloudy skies again. Highs low 70s. Lows in the upper 50s. Sunday, occasional showers possible. Highs upper 60s. Views expressed on the following program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. The Marie Manu Cherry Show is streamed live over the Internet. So if you have friends or family members living outside of the Seattle area, wanting answers to life's questions, encourage them to listen to the show and to call into the show to talk with Marie. If you are interested in receiving guidance on an issue in your life, Call Marie locally at 425-373-5527 or toll free at 1-877-825-8828 for her insight into your situation. Marie is excited to announce the release of her brand new CD, A Healthy Immune System. A healthy immune system is the key to good health and vitality. On this CD, Marie explains what the immune system is and how the different components of the immune system function within the human body. 
you'll also gain a better understanding of energy medicine as it relates to the immune system. Marie shares exercises and meditations throughout this CD so you can create a healthy immune system and vital state of well-being. Also included with this CD is a diagram of the immune system and a brief glossary of terms for easy reference. To order your copy of Marie's new CD now, please visit her website at energyintuitive.com. Welcome to the Marie Manucherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Marie Manucherry live from Seattle. A little overcast Seattle, but us Seattleites aren't going to complain too much. Is that true, Eric? Are we not going to complain too much? Because it's not like 100. Speak for yourself. (laughs) I'm sick of this. No, I'm kidding. No, you're kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's not 100 degrees outside. Yeah, it's a nice change of pace, actually. It is, yeah. yeah. As long as the leaves don't turn orange. You know, I don't want fall to creep up too soon. Oh, yeah. Well, I've got a little maple tree in the front that's already just completely orange. But that's because... No water, no yeah. rain. <laughs> That's true. It could be because of the heat. Right? That's right. It's because of the heat. So maybe after um, this weekend where we might get some showers, yeah. uh, things will change. Yeah. So we're going to be doing the, the water rain dance here in Seattle mm-hmm. because our beautiful green plants need some rain. Yeah. My parking strip is completely yellow right now. So, <laughs> you know, I know that could use a little bit of rain. Oh, that's so cute. And so I'm not going to complain too much, although right. I did have a little camping trip for the coast planned. And now I'm thinking, oh, no, I don't think I'm going to do that because I think you should go. The rain is not fun. It may not rain there. Because I was in the I was I on the, the coast, forecast. really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I know, but you know, around here, the forecast isn't completely reliable. We have too the many friends that The coast is not clear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, at any rate, here in Seattle, we're actually celebrating some overcast weather because we had hundred degree temperatures with um, mid seventies in the evening, and we're pretty um, we're used to mild temperatures here. We're kind of weak when it comes to hot weather, and most of us don't have air conditioning, so we're all back to wearing our. Uggs and slippers and our sweats and all of those things. So today on the Remanu Cherry Show, we're going to be talking about mediumship, communicating with other people on the other side. Just finished up a month-long series of Bring a Doctor to Work Week. So for the month of July, um, I had several doctors here in-house. And of course, we'll have um, Dr. Sheila Dunmerin and all the other doctors back on the show again. And coming up in October, um, Astra Bajari and myself, Dr. Astra Bajari, we will actually do a live workshop together in October, so I'll keep you posted about that, where we combine medicine and energy medicine together and give um, opportunities for people to learn new information about healing and moving forward in their life. So those are exciting things coming up. Not to mention, on Friday here in Seattle, I will be at the East West Bookshop. That's this Friday, August 7th, between 7.30 and 9.30. Um, it's called um, Surrender, Embracing What Is. It means to get out of the way to allow the divine to guide you towards your destiny. Many times we work so hard to control our life and the potential outcome of what we think we want. Synchronicities and the unfolding of an amazing life are about flowing into your highest good. So that's what we're going to be talking about um, on Friday. And surrendering is the last phase of manifesting anyway. So if you're working on creating something, this would be a great class to catch. You want to call East West Bookshop. It's on Roosevelt Way in Seattle. Their phone number is 206 523 3726 to register. I would highly recommend that. So mediumship 
is about connecting to those people that you care about that live on the other side. That means they've left their body and they're no longer on earth. They don't maintain a physical reality. We have hundreds, perhaps thousands of dimensions and time-space realities that are active and beings are living or connected to in some way all the time. And when you think of a medium or a psychic or intuitive, what does that really mean? And for me, it means a person who has the ability to read energy. Uh, Just like someone who's able to predict the future, it's based on the energy that you're having at that moment, which of course you can change at any moment. And we all have free will and individuals can change their energy, which could potentially change their future. So the future can always change. You want to Hopefully find readers who um, have high vibration and are happy and exhibit a positive life who read for you because they're going to pull out more positive information for you and kind of guide you in that way, give you support and helpful hints to move in a positive direction. So the, that's the very same thing about reading in the future or understand someone's history that you don't know. That's the same type of energy in terms of talking to and connecting with people who live on the other side. So imagine and this is true, even though I would like you to imagine it, that everything in the world is made up of subatomic particles. So electrons and protons, there's trillions of them in your body. And we live kind of in a dense time-space reality. And the other side, which I believe is in the fifth dimension, we're in the third, is a much lighter time-space reality. So individuals who can see or feel or sense energy can pick up on beings who live outside of our dimension. Some mediums actually hear names and actually hear numbers. And so that is very confirming for a lot of people to hear an uncle's name or know what date he was born on or what, how old he was when he passed away or the date that he passed away. Some mediums are clairvoyant, like myself, where I actually see what the person looks like. I also feel, so that's clairsentient, to, to feel. I can feel their personality. So I'll get clear insights about their hair, the clothing they wear, their personality, And that's how individuals can identify who I'm seeing. I also will have a pretty good idea who the person might be, but not always exactly. So we're going to talk about mediumship today. I will be happy to do readings and give you tools on how to do that for yourself as well. Someday on Earth, we are not going to need mediums. You won't have to hire them to connect to your family members. Everyone is meant to be multisensory, and we're moving in that direction every single day. So why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines, Eric? All right. Sounds like a great idea. Let's talk to Barbara calling from Seattle. Hi, Barbara. How are you? Hi, Maria. How are you? I'm great, thank you. Okay, I have a question for you. Um, I've really been working on myself um, quite heavily, and now I discover I have a health health issue mm-hmm. um, with my thyroid. So I want to give me information about that. Right. And so um, the health issue that you have, though, is benign. Is that correct? Well, I haven't been told that, but I think so. I mean, I haven't officially been told that. Okay, so have you had a biopsy on that thyroid, or is it just more or less they're doing blood levels to see the thyroid function? Um, I had a biopsy, but I don't have the results okay. yet, but they're already talking surgery, but uh-huh. I really don't want to do surgery. I want to do self-healing, which I have been doing. Sure. And um, when they talk about surgery, do they are they right now asking you to have the entire thyroid removed, or only a part of it? I haven't got that far yet. Okay, so maybe they're waiting for the biopsy, see what the results are, and then they'll make some decisions regarding that, right? Right. right. Okay, so uh, obviously you're going to be making a lot of decisions in, in the next conversation you have with the biopsy uh, results. And uh, the throat chakra is about speaking your truth. It's about saying how you feel, not hiding your emotions. And, and the second part of the throat chakra is actually connected to the second chakra, which is in the lower abdominal cavity. And so that's about connecting to your emotions first, like getting into your emotions and then bringing that information up to your throat 
and then expressing it. And you're highly empathic. You have a huge heart chakra. You really care about other people. Is this true for you, Barbara? That's right. That's true. Yeah. So I think what happens, um, the reason why you're having some thyroid issues, even though you've been working really hard on yourself, is because you have, at this point in your life, a stronger connection to other people than you do for yourself. So sometimes when you're speaking, you may be speaking through the feelings of other people. So censoring your own emotions so as not to hurt someone or offend them or to be able to touch them deeply. And what I recommend, uh, because you're not going to lose your um, empathetic ability, that's something that you gained over many, many lifetimes. It's a wonderful tool. Is, um, is that you also have a great understanding of what you're feeling, what you're thinking, and then communicate through the throat chakra. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I, th- I have a, you know, it's, I don't have a completely clear reading on your thyroid mass, but what I have, my overall sense is that it's benign, and I'm hoping that it is, of course. The great thing about thyroid if um, problems, if there's malignancy, is that's one area of the body that doesn't generally metastasize. So that's a, a, a good thing. It can, but it's very, very rare. So that's a good thing about it. Um, if indeed um, you know, it is benign and if they're considering removing the whole thyroid, I would, uh, you know, of course, seek a second opinion, but also see if, if your physician would be open to you. And, of course, it's your choice anyway, opening with um, working with a holistic practitioner so you can get maybe some changes in whatever growth you may have so that, you, that if you end up having surgery, you remain enough of your thyroid so that it will continue to deliver hormones into your body. Because that's the negative part of removal of the thyroid is then, you know, we become dependent for the rest of our life on synthetic medication for uh, maintaining the hormones from the thyroid. Um, And, of course, it's important not to leave unhealthy things in our body, right? I mean, that is important. But if you can somehow um, work with a holistic practitioner as well to you know, alleviate the problem or shrink down through medication or herbs or whatever your doctor has to offer you. I mean, that would be the best. Okay. Well, I mean, do you see, or can you tell me if, like, I really want to heal it sure. like, myself. I right. mean, I, I do energy work myself. Right. I've been working on myself. And, but when it's yourself, it's hard to know. It's, it's harder. It's the, the reason why I'm, you know, and I, I'm hoping it's benign. Of course, you'll find out in less than a week, you know, and that is my overall feeling about it. But again, I'm in a little bit of great energy because I'm in your fear because it's caught you off kilter. You weren't expecting this at all, and it really shocked you. Um, and as someone who does energy work and looks at her body all the time myself, I can understand that. It can be shocking when something in your own body is, is in an alarming state. I, of course, anyone can heal from anything at any moment. I really believe that. I've seen it happen. It's amazing. And I really believe people heal themselves, right, um, despite what I may do or other people who work in the industry. The part that's going to be a little challenging for you, and you can start working on it right away, is getting in touch with your own emotions. So sitting in that second chakra and asking yourself regularly, what am I feeling now? Um, because that's how you're going to be able to s- express your truth is through your own emotions that are not about anyone else. They're not about universal love. They're just about Barbara as an individual. And that will actually send more empowering energy to your throat chakra. So what's happened is the throat chakra has lost power in some way, shape, or form. Because this is the highest personal power chakra in the physical body. So somehow it's decreased its power, and it could have affected anywhere. It didn't have to affect the thyroid. It could have affected your gums or your teeth or anything in the upper GI system. But for whatever reason, it went to the thyroid gland. And so now in order to regain the energy so that you can you know, come back to a place of 
wholeness and wellness in that structure, you need to be aware of your emotions and then express from that place. Okay, that, that really helps a lot. Oh, good. Uh, is, can you tell me maybe what my other chakras, how they're doing? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I'm just going to focus on another one where um, it's highlighted for me, so it needs a little bit of work. And that's, again, back in the second chakra in your lower back, on the back portion of that chakra, you're actually leaking some energy. And when I see a leak in that portion of the energy system, it generally means that the person I'm talking to, you, of course, is doing too much for others. So um, I would look at that, too, making sure that you're not overgiving, making sure that you're able to speak from your truth, your passion, your beliefs, and not worry so much about what other people think or how you need to um, be in their presence for them to be comfortable. Because people are responsible for their own comfort level. You are not responsible for making sure that they're comfortable. All right. Yeah, I'm really working on it now. <laughs> good, good. And and do you ha- when do you have your next appointment? Do you know yet, or they're just going to call you when they get results? Um, I should know the results either actually tomorrow or early next week. Right. Um, so between now and then, this would be a great time to really work on it because energetically that could shift even the way your physician talks to you. If the if the chakra becomes more powerful, it changes everything. It's like changing the future, right? Uh-huh. And and so your test results may look different, or your physician will come up with some creative idea. Or your physician will know a holistic practitioner that he or she likes to work with or will be thrilled with whomever you choose and, you know, can get things moving in a positive direction. So I would work on just being inside of you and feeling you, not anyone else. All right. That's, that's what I need to hear. Good, good. And good luck to you. I wish you the best. I'm sending you lots of love to your body and light. All right. Thank you so much, Maria. Sure. Have a great day. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Let's talk to Lynn now calling from Auburn. Hi, Lynn. Hi, Marie. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm pretty good today. Good. Good. What I can I... Go I ahead. I originally called because of a stomach issue that I'm having, and then I heard what the topic was ah. today. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, oh, because I'm attending your August 19th class. Oh, great. Uh, and so this is obviously, that's something that I'm obviously very um, interested in. Yes. Yeah. How long have you been interested in mediumship? My entire life, it seems. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and you know, that's a sign because um, I actually have my calendar up so I remember to talk about the events that I'm doing when I'm on the air. And uh, I had forgotten, of course, um, what I'm teaching on the 19th, but I am teaching a class, um, Bridging Worlds, Reaching Out to the Other Side, which is about mediumship. And so you're calling, you change your, your subject matter perhaps about the question, and then I'm looking at my laptop that's up so I can look at the event calendar. And then I ask you, how long have you felt, you know, interested in this subject matter? And you said your whole life. So that's a sign. Okay. Okay, You know what it means when I say it's a sign? Um, No. (laughs) Okay. It means that it's very important. Like this is important to you as a person to study or participate or somehow connect to mediumship in some way. And I don't mean, and of course, I'd love to have you at my class. I'm looking forward to that. But even on a bigger, you know, even more than someone else talking to you about it in a class, something for you as an individual to study and look at and practice. Because it sings very deep to your heart. I can feel it. It's Is it go? Deep. Pardon? It's very deep. It's very deep. When I go into your body about it, I go mm, right around the bottom of the solar plexus in the front. And then we can talk a little bit about your digestion, too. And I see a bridge, which was my first metaphor before I began to communicate with people on the other side. 
is the bridge where you're going to be standing in the middle, allowing yourself to connect to the world that you live are a part of, you live in, and the world that you don't live in. And it's all set for you. There's already a bridge inside your body. So this is a normal thing that you could access and, and be successful at connecting to people on the other side. And that's what I'm trying to learn is how exactly to go about that. I'm, I'm a little lost in that area. So tell me what part has made you lost so far. Just the actual, I have a hard time. I've, I've tried to learn to meditate and uh-huh. to um, go within myself, and it's really difficult for me. I get distracted mentally, and um, it's, it's almost like I there's no signpost. Yeah. It's like, turn this direction. Right. No, I totally understand. I've asked the heavens many times to just drop me down a book of metaphors, Mm -hmm. please, so I can understand (laughs) everything that I see, hear, and feel. So I I would encourage you to join a class that teaches meditation. And you can just ask your guides for a class to appear and, of course, take some action here on the physical plane. You know, visit some bookstores or check online to individuals who might be teaching meditation classes because it's much easier to meditate in a group. And you're right. Meditation is a great way to get towards connecting to multi-sensory dimensions, you know, many dimensions. So I would highly recommend that. And then you already feel people around you, don't you? Yeah. So um, I would start celebrating that. Because that's positive energy, you know, with gratitude, start celebrating that you can feel people from other dimensions around you, even though you may not be seeing them at this moment per your consciousness. I would start celebrating that. Dance around the house, turn on some great music, light candles. I'd love to do that. (laughs) Great, because that'll send more energy to it so that it'll be easier for your third eye to adjust to the perception because you'll be sending energy to the fact that you're celebrating it, which makes it real. And then that can move out further so that it is something that you can consciously experience with your eyes. Okay. Yeah. Sounds great. And so um, do you take digestive enzymes? The last week I've taken more digestive enzymes. (laughs) So a lot. Yeah. And is it a brand that you've always taken or is it a new one? Um, Well, it's one that I've taken over time, not regularly. Uh Only when I seem to, it just feels like something's Right. Um, so it seems like maybe this one isn't working for you anymore. You might want to go back to your health food store and find a different brand. They always are making new products, new and improved products. So that's what I would definitely look for. And I would increase your water intake. I think you just got very dehydrated because you tend to run dehydrated anyway. And then I think you got really dehydrated during our hot spell. And so th- when you're taking digestive enzymes and you're dehydrated, that doesn't help as well. Right. Because okay. then they don't have the the fluid to move through your intestinal tract. So I would increase your fluid intake and consider changing the brand. Okay. Okay? Okay. And I look forward to seeing you on on uh, next Wednesday or a couple Wednesdays on the 19th. Come up and say hi to me. I will. Okay, that'd be Thank lovely. You. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, let's go to Salt Lake City now and talk to Mac. Hi, Mac. How are you? Well, I'm fine, Marie. Good. It's nice to hear your voice. Yeah, it's good to hear you as well. Great. What can I do for you? Well, I've been trying to figure out how I'm going to formulate this because it's a little bit complex, and I thought with your topic today, it actually fits in. I know, because I know who you are, (laughs) and I know you have a partner, an ex-partner on the other side, correct? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, go ahead and ask your question. I was told a couple of months ago Mm -hmm. that uh, my partner on the other side was working with somebody on the physical plane, sort Mm -hmm. of prepping them. Um, 
to enter into the relationship again and maybe have what we had before. Mm. And um, But to be very honest, uh, my current feelings lately in my partnership has been like he's very satisfied or stuck where he's at mm-hmm. and sort of in a point in his life that he's okay living where he's at and being where he's at until the end. Mm-hmm. And I seem to be entering a phase of feeling like I need change, I need movement, right. I need growth. Right. And so I've been struggling with, okay, is somebody really possibly coming in that can add that in without leaving my no, partnership? I, of, I think you have to leave it. Okay. Sorry. Uh, and I, you know me, I'm so blunt and direct. Luckily, you've taken one of my classes. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, no, I get that you need to leave the relationship. I actually felt that way before. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so, yeah, I, I think leaving the relationship, and I know it will be a little challenging and a little hard, but I think it will be very, very good for you. Because I think the partner that would be in your best interest would be somebody who's a little bit more independent, mm-hmm. who, looks, who has the energy and the stamina to be more playful. And, you know, you're you're about to launch in a new phase of discovery, you know, about yourself and life and romance and relationship. So so that's definitely what I'm picking up on. And it could very well be that your partner, your ex-partner that lives on the other side, is helping you to get into that position so that you can leave the relationship and eventually meet someone else. So I think that person was picking up on your ex-partner, but um, I don't think it's about the partner that you have right now. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm getting. Does that feel good to you? It feels sort of like where I'm heading, but I didn't know if I just needed to be seeing where I stand in my life and, and if I could really go out on my own, if I had to, or if I really need, needed to go out on my own. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to leave I know. somebody after almost 20 years now. It's a long time. When you don't dislike the person and they don't right. do mean things to you. And, of course not. You know? Well, well, isn't it funny, the human condition, you know, we wait till we hate our jobs. We wait till we can't stand a partner. We wait till we hate our homes before we make a move. And I don't think that's necessary. I think it's great to leave something that you still like and appreciate, but you know that it's not in your highest good. I think that's healthy. And um, you have a tendency to overgive. And now it's time for you to be in a relationship where there's more mutual return flow of giving and nurturing. You're yeah, and I, I worry about his health. I worry about course. his care. You of know, course. if I'm not there to help care for him. And right. But you know, you can you can be you can stand on the sidelines and kind of orchestrate that a little bit for a while. You know, until he gets that all built up for himself, mm-hmm. um, and check in on him because I think the two of you will remain friends. That's how I feel, which is mm-hmm. wonderful. But it's it's. Your being wants to go out and have completely different experiences. Yeah, I don't feel like I'll have that staying in the relationship. I don't either. I don't think so. And, and we already know that you're overly compassionate, which, of course, is great. You know, but the interesting part about the human race, most people who come to see me are very good givers, right? <laughs> and overgive. And it is important to have balance. We have people in the world who don't know how to give at all and need to learn compassion, but you're not one of them. And so it's important to have balance in every aspect of our life, including your relationship. Do you get a feeling on, um, like, getting into my own home, if that's the right move, and how soon am I allowed to be doing that? Well, you know, I know you're going to wait longer than you need to, because Mm -hmm. I know this is hard for you. Um, But, yes, getting into your own place is absolutely what's what what's next what's needed you know so you can have some of that independence and time on your own for a little while before you meet another partner i think that would be really good for you okay and how do you feel like i'm at in my own uh, development uh, psychically and 
Well, I think um, things are going very well from what I can see. Things are moving in a positive direction. But I also think that once you're not over-nurturing and over-giving, then you'll be able to take more energy into your intuitive abilities. So there's another reason why, you know, it's not just about partnership. It's it's really about your whole essence in terms of leading the relationship, ultimately. Okay. Okay? I appreciate it. Of course. Thank you for calling, and have a great time in Salt Lake City. All right. Thanks, Marie. <laughs> All righty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, let's talk to Jennifer now, a little closer to home here in Seattle. Hi, Jennifer. How are you? Hi, Marie. I'm good. Good. What can, um, I, what can I do for you? I recently just moved here, and... I was referred to you through someone that I met in yoga at a studio that I started attending. Lovely. And um, I moved here for school, which it's actually a dream come true to me that I'm actually standing on the campus. Congratulations, um, by the way. Thank you. I'm just feeling really stuck, Mm -hmm. and I I don't know how to... I have a few questions that I'll try to make into one, but um, I'm feeling, like, hard to connect to people. And even though I thought it would be a place that would be really easy to connect. <laughs> right. And then also my living situation, I feel like I just entered a new phase in my life. And it. I feel like I'm ready to have my own place, create my own sanctuary, to really find myself. And I've always been trying to develop my own intuition. So listening to the past callers, I'm like, oh, wow, okay, I need to hear that. <laughs> but... um I'm stuck in a lease, and I've been praying for guidance, and it feels like doors are closing, and I'm thinking, is there a lesson that I'm supposed to be learning? Or I don't know what move to make. Right. Yeah. And, if you know, if you can tell me if I'm just going to find those circle of like-minded friends. Sure. Well, um, where did you move from, Jennifer? I'm from California. Yeah. And I I must admit, um, us who live here in the Northwest, even though... uh, of course, California is on the West Coast with us as well. We are just a tad standoffish. We're very friendly. We'll smile. We'll say hi. But we are a little bit like that, um, unfortunately. I kind of compare it to the fact that we used to have so many trees that you couldn't even see your neighbor's home because there were so many trees. So we tend to isolate. Yeah. But if people come up and want to connect with us and invite us to you know, dinner or things to do, then, then we do do it. We're just not always the first ones to invite so don't right. take it personally. It's kind of a Northwestern thing. Um, well, it's more on campus. Like, I'm actually meeting a lot of people uh-huh. at campus. Right. I like to talk and meet people, but it's more on campus. Well, it's going to, you know, it's still Northwest energy. So just okay. kind of kind of reach out a little bit. And, and, you know, you go to an amazing school, but there are a lot of eclectic people that attend the school. And yeah. so then, then you have all of that variable as well. I do know that on your campus, they're going to be building, well, they already are, they're building cottages there on campus. And right. ne- next summer, they're going to have a pilot program, and they're going to offer um, places for students to stay. Um, so you might want to check out through um, administration on residency about if you can be a part of that pilot program. So, so what I get about your living situation is that something's going to come up. You might have to wait for it, but you'll be so happy about it, it'll be okay to wait for it. Okay, because okay. I feel like right now with my roommate, not a bad person, right. but I'm ready for, because I'm trying to find myself, and I'm ready for those people that walk beside me. I get, like, because in undergrad and different scenarios, I've had people that feel like, they see what I do, yet I've worked hard to figure out my body, and I'm 
feeling really drained. Maybe you can help me with that. Sure. But um, I feel like they try to do what I do, but they don't know the meaning. And I want <laughs> friends to share with, not right. to follow me. Yet I know in the professional being, I need to learn those personal boundaries so I don't take on the energy. Yeah. So, but, so you're looking for more of a peer. Yeah. And, you know, for your peer group. So in order to have that come towards you, you're going to have to vibrate that you already have your peer group. You're going to have to feel that, think it, speak about it, write about it so that they can find you, so that they can feel your energy. Because y- you do have a little bit of a history of being disappointed. And so you're, yeah. you're kind of in that, that little ditch again about disappointment. And that means you're vibrating that type of energy and you'll continue to attract that type of an experience, whether you want it or not. So um, go ahead and start feeling, because your peer group is here. You're in the right location. You're going to find them. I feel it, like, I feel more at home here than I did in California. Yeah. yeah. So I know I was divinely led here. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. it's just a matter of trust. it, It is a matter of trust and also just feeling that you already have your peer group with you. And when your energy gets low... Go into the chapel at your school and just sit in the center of it because it's got amazing energy in there and it can fill you back up. Okay. And how would I protect myself being among, say, you know, maybe my living situation when I walk in? Because I'm pretty good at a knowing and a feeling. Yeah. Trusting that. I'm not always good at that. But um, how do I protect myself and stay grounded? Because my first instinct is to jump out of my body. Yeah, okay. Well, we don't want you jumping out. We want you to stay in your body. I'm not a big fan of protection. I'm, an, okay. I'm a big fan of believing that you are naturally protected. And so just okay. allow any energy that's not in your highest good or what you're not enjoying to simply pass through you because it can't hurt you only if you believe that it will. So just okay. uh, imagine that you're in this amazing, you know, room full of bright white light extended out as far as you can. So it's not just your aura. It encompasses the entire room. And it's, of course, unconditional love. And then just allow that other person's energy to move through it and pass through you and, and not let it affect you. So again, that's a, a mind state to be in. Okay. Right. Okay. And welcome to the Northwest. We're grateful to have you here. And congratulations on your acceptance at the university. Thank and you. I wish you the best of luck. I know you'll have a fantastic career. Thank you. Um, do, is it, can I ask one more question or is it? Very I quickly, because we're going to go okay. to a break. Um, do you potentially see someone coming into my life romantically as yeah. well? Yeah, a little bit down the road, like maybe about a year to about 14 or 16 months, right around there. Okay. okay. Thank you so much. You're and I'm welcome. taking your class tomorrow. So oh, great. great. Hopefully I can meet you afterwards. Please, yeah. yes. Please come up and say hi. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Thank you so You're much. Welcome. Have a great day. And thank we- you. You too. Thank you. We'll be right back with the Marie Manu Cherry Show. Do you sail blindly through life with no compass, stuck in dead-end jobs and failed relationships? Do you know deep in your heart that you have a purpose in this lifetime and should be living a happier, more fulfilling life? Ainsley McLeod is ready to walk you through the instruction based on his book, which is a simple step-by-step system for decoding your soul. He'll teach you how to live the life your soul intended and guide you to a greater sense of clarity, joy, and self-understanding all in a matter of nine spectacular days. 
Join author and psychic Ainsley McLeod and Hills of Africa Travel for Soul Safari in South Africa this October. You will experience the awesome energetic boost of the African bush, the exhilarating nature of game viewing, and the therapeutic leisure activities of one fabulous vacation. Only 32 lucky people will have access to this incredible life-changing journey. For more information, go to energyintuitive.com. Looking for a great place to get the word out about your business? Then why not advertise on the Marie Manu Cherry Show? The Marie Manu Cherry Show reaches a diverse group of listeners from all around the world and was just recently voted one of the top five shows on KKNW. Aside from a professional website, how many outlets do you really have to promote your business and literally reach across the globe? The Marie Manu Cherry Show has a listening audience that ranges from the U.S., Scotland, South Africa to Australia and beyond. Become part of the show and let the world know what you have to offer. Go to www.energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671 to find out more about advertising on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. Rates are reasonable and the opportunity to grow your business is substantial. Tell your friends the place to be is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. I am live here in Seattle on an overcast day, which we're all celebrating here in Seattle. Or maybe not everyone is, but some of those in the studio, we are, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I love it. I love the Northwest I weather. do, too. I, lo- I love rain, you know. I might have to move to Scotland or Ireland or some day in the future <laughs> when the weather you know, actually really changes. I might have to move far away and find some wet climate. We mix it up and keep it uh, fresh and we fun. We do. I think. Yeah, because we have mass snow. So we've really mixed it up this year. <laughs> so today we're talking about mediumship. But as always, people can call in with whatever question they have. And we've been on the phone lines. I just want to um, remind listeners that I will be interviewed on the Gary Mant Show on Sunday between 7 and 9 p.m. So you can tune on. It's on 1150 a.m. This station that you're listening to right now. So you can tune in and listen to the interview. So I'll be on the other side of the mic instead of interviewing someone. I, I get to be interviewed, which will be really fun. I haven't met Gary. I've um, been chatting to him online. He seems like a wonderful man. And I have listened to his show a few times. So I'm excited to be on it. It'll be fantastic. So mediumship is about talking listening, hearing, feeling, people who live on the other side. Someday we won't need mediums. Everyone will be able to connect with their loved ones, or most people will. Um, and it's, it's really about getting your vibration up because people on the other side are in a much higher vibration than we are. It's about feeling whatever's going on inside of you, feeling some joy so you can also maintain your vibration, and listening or feeling or seeing what, whatever you may see regarding it. Um, when I first started to see people on their side, I saw shadows initially. It kind of freaked me out at first, but then I got comfortable with it. And then as my vision became more um, competent in multisensory experiences, then I began to see the outlines of individuals in their clothing, their features. Then I began to able to hear words. And sometimes when you're listening to another dimension, it's almost like they're typing in your brain. They're, most dimensions communicate through mental telepathic conferencing. We're a low vibration. That's why we use a voice box and our mouth, but most other dimensions don't use that. And so it'll when you're listening, sometimes 
you know, you may really auditorily hear a word, but many times it's just going to kind of be words across your head or a knowingness, like you might view a story in your head like a movie, and that's how they're also communicating with you. And we're all meant to do this. Someday we won't have a veil that surrounds the earth plane that keeps us out of our multisensory ability, ability, and it's getting thinner and thinner every day. So why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines? All right, let's talk to Patty now, calling from Sumner. Hi, Patty. Hi there. Thanks for taking my call. Of course. Um, I am fascinated by mediumship. I, I think it's really cool. But, <laughs> Good. Uh, um, yeah, it's, it's, if we can tune in, that's the trouble. Um, <laughs> I've been experiencing very severe back pain for about three days, and like an overwhelming, impending doom, yes. something really bad. I can and, feel it, too. And it's like, normally I just kind of have whatever. But this this is really bothering me. I know. So have you, is there anyone in your family that's ill? Um, a few members, uh-huh. um, uh, older family members, yeah. yes. Because you're very sensitive. And, and, of course, you are a person who could also connect with and communicate to the other side. It, a part of it is because you have such a strong belief in it. You know that it's real. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. So that helps individuals connect to other time-space realities. I think that one of your, um, and I think it is an older family member, is preparing to leave this world. The lower back is about relationships. Well, it's about career, money, relationships, intimate partnership, and creativity. But when I'm in your back, it's in relationship. And I felt that same. I didn't have the word for it until you said it. Doom. Yeah, doom. And it's not horrible. I mean, this person is preparing to pass. But okay. but somehow maybe this person has a very strong link to the family, even though, you know, in their elder years, they haven't been as demonstrative or energetically connected to everyone. But maybe initially, historically, they were. And so they're okay. pulling out their roots to the family, which is always actually good for most of us. When a family member leaves, a lot of their attachments to us and the way they feel about us or the family in general also dissipates, which is very uh-huh. helpful. Because then we have the freedom to reevaluate who we are, to reconnect to who we are. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I, I think it's most likely my mom because yeah. just, so we talk every Sunday and there's a lot of things she's been saying looking back uh-huh. and looking forward on taking care of things. Right, and she it is a female. I, I focused on okay. a female as well. Um, and I didn't think it was your mother, mostly because when I look at your mom, I don't get that motherly energy from her. So... And I'm not saying your mother wasn't a great mom. She just doesn't have that motherly no. tendency. No, she doesn't. Yeah. Uh-huh. So what I would do is um, maybe do some rituals for you. Maybe this is hitting you harder. I think it's very hard to lose a parent. Moms are the hardest for most people, whether they had a great or not so great relationship with their parent. And yours has been good, especially the last five to seven years right around there. It's been oh, very yeah. good. So I would do some ritual. You're releasing stagnant energy as we're talking about it from your lower back. So that should help ease the discomfort um, about it's okay for her to go and that you're wishing her, you know, a wonderful journey. And, of course, you don't need me to coach you on this. You actually know exactly what to do. Well, yeah, I've already gone through that. My husband passed away last year. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm learning that part, so. And that could be another reason why your back hurts because you have a recent significant grief and now here's another one coming up. That could be a big part of it. Okay. But um, I think it, I think you are you intuitively figured this out perfectly. Okay. Perfectly. So okay. family member right. going. Okay. Well, thank you very much. You're and I welcome. appreciate you. I love your show. Thank you. You're so welcome. Thank you for listening. Okay. Have a great day. Bye. Bye-bye. Now we're going to talk to Mark calling from Graham. Hi, Mark. 
Hey, Marie. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Good. What can I do for you? Well, I realized after I left you the other day that you never really answered my question about uh, my guide's <laughs> trying <laughs> So I'm putting you on the spot. Oh, okay. So you have a question. Uh, my guide's trying to communicate with numbers. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, actually, I do remember ans- answering the question. So you, your question was about your guides are showing you numbers like 21, 22, 11. I think there was a three in there as well, maybe Some a four. Of numbers, yeah, right. 12, 34. And what, yeah. Right. So um, 21, 11, 22, those are all really great numbers. And your guides are communicating to you, good stuff is happening. Keep on this track. Good stuff is happening. So that's what they're doing. So it's not. <clears throat> it's nothing specific, then. It is just- right. Right. Is there, because I've, you know, I've looked into, you know, numerology and stuff, and that hasn't really resonated with me. Is there a different kind of book or something I should uh, look at, do you think, to uh, to get a better idea? Should I be looking at Doreen Virtue's books or just, just go ahead and just go with the flow and know that they're just telling me, hey, just keep up? Yeah. I mean, you certainly could look for some books to find. Um, there's a book, a numerology book I, I like. It's called Glynis Knows Her Numbers. Uh-huh. It's numerology. But here's the funny thing is that you're still trying to prove that it's something else. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. And so can you just be okay with it? It's your guides saying, everything's great. You're on the right track. Keep going. Because you're worried. And so then you're worried about, well, what do these numbers mean? Because that's too simple. And the interesting thing about life is all the answers are simple. They're not complicated. So um, I think it's great to learn about numerology. And, and I like her book. I like her format. So you could certainly do that. I've actually got her book. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Or, and or, you could begin to realize that, wow, I'm on the right track. I'm doing great. Everything's fine. Hmm. Imagine that. Yeah, I think that would be really good for you. <laughs> yes, it probably would be. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, is there anything else that uh, needs to be said to me, or should I just let the next guy come on? And <laughs> <laughs> I think you're doing wonderful, and I'm glad you asked again about your guides, because you obviously needed that reminder that everything's going well. Frustration means you're on the right track. And do your best not to worry and feel appreciative of yourself and all the hard work you've done so far. Yeah, I have been working on that, and I definitely do feel better the last few days. Good. That's wonderful. All right. Thank you so much, Mark. Have a great day. I will. You too. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Now let's talk to Mary calling from Seattle. Hi, Mary. Hi, Marie. How are you? I'm doing better. Thank you. Oh, good. I lost my voice. Oh. And it's coming back. Oh, fantastic. It is. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) So what can I do for you today? Well, I'm wondering if we're we're selling our home uh-huh. and it won't happen for a year. And wow! I'm, yeah, because it's a kind of a different kind of thing. Sure. Yeah. And so um, I'm wondering if my environment is affecting me, and do I need to move ahead of that? <laughs> well, here's what I'm getting. You have a really strong personality. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah, you're really strong, tough. Um, these are all great personality traits. But I don't traits. feel tough. Well, that's, you know, that's probably true. I think a lot of strong people, I, I never thought I was a strong individual, and it wasn't until I really had to totally depend on myself that I realized how strong I am. And You're very strong. You're very tough in a good way, in a really great way. And even though you, you have an entire year before you leave this house, you're already grieving it enormously. It's like... It's almost like when I look at your root chakra and your energy, you have maybe over a thousand roots coming from your root and your and your feet 
from the root chakra going all the way down underneath your house, deep into the core of the earth, and you planted it. It's like when you move someplace, it's like, okay, this is it. We're not moving. This is where we're staying. And, um, and now you have to pull up all of those roots, and you have an entire year to do it. In fact, you can do it in a millisecond. You don't have to do it over a long period of time. But I actually see you already grieving the move. So, yeah. um, so I would uh, spend time enjoying it because it's, it's really not about the move. It's an abandonment issue that you have from childhood. And you don't have to have been physically abandoned. A lot of abandonment issues that I see are really emotional, where, where an adult didn't connect to their child emotionally. Yeah. And so the child feels very alone in the world because someone didn't relate to them and their feelings or acknowledge them or honor them. So uh, I, I would spend time. This is a, you're a great opportunity for you to really grieve this and learn that it's okay if someone can't connect with you emotionally. It doesn't mean you're abandoned. You have yourself to connect with. And that is our greatest gift, is to be able to connect to ourselves. So take this time. Yeah, and feel and the grief. And do that work. Yes. Beautiful. Yes. yes. And you're very lucky to have this opportunity, because imagine how strong you'll be when, when you move this pain out. Right. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and it was forever when we came here. Yeah. It definitely was forever. Yeah. yeah. I don't blame you. I, I don't blame you at all. But now things are changing. That's it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much for calling in, and best of luck. I'm sending you energetic tissue. Bless you. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Have a wonderful day. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, let's talk to Amy now, calling from Kirkland. Hi, Amy. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm great. What can I do for you? Good. Well, I would like guidance on how I can line up an income or a great job. I've been um, focusing on receiving and meditating on it and uh, putting all the feelers out there and sending out lots of resumes, and I'm really ready. I know. What more should I do? Okay. Well, you sound ready. It sounds wonderful. And now you have to stop. Okay. So you did everything. You're working, and you can continue working on receiving. Of course, I think that's really good for you, Amy. But now you have to just live your life as if you already got the job. That that means not worry about it, not think about it. Don't send out any more resumes unless you get a really strong hit about it. You know, you're a very organized, focused individual, which is a tremendous gift to have when you live on planet Earth. It's very important. And then after a while, you just have to let go. You just have to mm-hmm. surrender, embrace your life the way it is. And the time you've had to yourself. And, and I'm thankful for it. Yeah. yeah. And the accomplishments that you've had during this time. I mean, wow. Amazing. And, and then just knowing that you're going to get a perfect, wonderful job. So that's all you have to do now is surrender, which is the last <sighs> stage of manifesting. I think it's the most difficult, personally, for me. And we may run our energy similar in that way. We're both kind of go-ahead people. (laughs) Uh We we forge forward and and we work hard. So I think that uh, surrendering, getting out of the way and letting go is the most challenging. And that's the last phase of manifesting. Great. Do you see a job for me? I do. I actually do see a job for you. Yeah, I do. Mm -hmm. Good. And I think if you can uh, let go, it could be here in about 14 days. (laughs) So wait. Okay. Thank you. But you have to let go. Okay. Okay. Thank you. And you can even just ask the universe to help you with that. With letting go. Yeah, because it's not your favorite thing. Good point. Yeah, yeah. And keep us posted, because I can't wait to hear about your new job. Oh, I look forward to telling you about it. Thank you, Marie. You're welcome, Amy. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 
All right, now we're going to move on to Kelly calling from California. Hi, Kelly. Hi, Marie. Good are, to talk to you. Great to talk to you. How are you? Good. 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 What can I do for I, you? I was calling about some um, recurring reflux that I'm having that apparently is a pretty common thing for pregnancy. Right. Um, but it's been keeping me up, and um, I've tried uh, prescription medicine. Um, I've got myself off of that because it wasn't helping. Right. And I'm trying some garlic tea, and um, I stopped carbonation, mm-hmm. and uh, it's still it's still there. So right. I, I'm not quite sure if there's something um, emotionally or, or something deeper, or if it's just kind of one of those pregnancy things. Yeah, it feels like a pregnancy thing. Like, could we get the baby just to move a little bit? You know? Right. <laughs> um, have you have you tried peppermint tea? I haven't. Yeah, no. I would try that. I think that's gonna you're gonna have a better effect from it. Um, and if, okay. and if not, then I would definitely call a holistic practitioner cause they probably have a list of things that you could try that would be safe okay. for the baby and not have any synthetic material in them. So that's what right. I would do, but start with the peppermint tea. I think that's going to make a big difference. And, and I'm just going to, I'm just sending energy. If the baby could just slightly move over to the right, you know, then okay. I, I think, okay. I think things would help out a little bit and you can actually talk to the baby. You're like, honey. You need to move over a little bit. Mommy's having a hard time here. You know, how far along sure. are you, Kelly? 32 weeks. 32 I think. weeks. So you're getting down to the yeah. you know, last eight weeks of, of joyful fun here. Uh, or, I am. Or last am. seven weeks, you know, so your baby may come a little early. Okay. It's a scheduled C-section. Ah. Um, because River was a C-section. Okay. So they think that's what's best. Um, okay. And it, yeah. So, so, well, they'll keep a good eye on you if you start to dilate. I'm sure they'll, they'll change the date anyway. So they'll keep, right, you know. Right, Yeah. So, look, but try the peppermint tea. And then if not, call one of your local um, holistic people. And I'm sure they can give you a list of safe things that you can do. Garlic, I just don't, the, I don't get a good feeling about the garlic tea at all. So oh, okay. I think okay. it actually makes it a little worse is how I feel. Okay. So that sure. one I wouldn't try again. My husband will be happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he will. And congratulations yeah. on your beautiful baby. It's wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. It's wonderful. And a healthy pregnancy. You're very lucky. So that's wonderful. Oh, good. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome and have a wonderful day. Okay. You too. All Bye-bye. I got to imagine that mint tea is going to taste better than, yeah, than the garlic, garlic tea. tea. I love the whole thing. Th- my husband thanks you. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Actually, a lot of people are allergic to garlic, uh-huh. and so it can cause um, indigestion and and things of, like that. So hmm. um, that's I find that an interesting remedy. I would have that if I could dip my pizza in it. Maybe. Oh yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, some hot tea with your pizza right there. Right, right? that's right. <laughs> that garlic one will tea, work. Dip it right in. Probably good. <laughs> so on August nineteenth, I will be at the Redmond Town. Center Marriott teaching a class called Reaching Out to the Other Side. And I do readings in every class I teach, including the one tomorrow night at East West Bookshop. And again, that phone number is 206-523-3726. 3726, yes. And that class does fill up quickly, so you do want to call and register rather than hoping that there'll be a seat available tomorrow evening. That would be the best bet. Um, so again, Redmond Town Center, I'll be there between 7 and 9 p.m. And you can always go to my website, www.energyintuitive.com, and register for a class or the classes on Wednesday that I teach in the hotel. You can drop in at the last moment because we have big enough rooms for that. 
You can also register online for free for my quarterly newsletter. And um, I do write one article. And I also answer, it's it's called um, Dear Marie, something like that, <laughs> where people write in questions that they have, and I answer them through the newsletter. You can use a fictional name if you want to. And so when you write your question into my website, if you could label that, that it's for the newsletter, I would greatly appreciate that. It makes it a little bit easier for me to know who's wants an answer through the website or not. Um, and that will be coming out in September. So I'll have a new uh, newsletter coming out in September, and they're free, and they're really fun. You can just register for it online. So today we've been talking about mediumship. So here's an exercise that the, those of you who are listening can do anytime you want. I know all of us have people who are on the other side, family members and friends. And whenever you have a spontaneous thought or feeling, or maybe you open up a picture book and you see someone who's passed over, so that's a spontaneous experience as well. Whenever you have one of those, it means that that person is most likely standing right next to you and they want to connect with you. Many people who live on the other side are trying to help us. People who live on the other side actually can hear us and feel us. They can read our minds. They can see us whenever they want. And that means in every possible circumstance that you can imagine here on earth. So if you're having a private bedroom and a moment in the bedroom or you're in the bathroom, yep, they can see you. Not that beings on the other side actually stick around for all those interesting events, but they have there's nothing that blocks them from our reality, from our world. And they do want to help. So when you're having a difficult moment or you're asking an internal question or it's your birthday or it's a wedding anniversary or you just had a child, they're right there. It can be multiple reasons why they appear. They're right there. And so when you have that spontaneous moment with them, then what I would ask that you do is get happy, not sad that they passed away, but get happy because remember their vibration is much higher than ours. So if you can get happy about anything like, dipping uh, pizza in garlic sauce, right? (laughs) Or a beautiful sunny day or beautiful flowers or vacation. Eric's going on vacation in a few weeks, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So get happy. Very happy. Very happy. He's so happy about it. (laughs) So you're going to get very happy about something, which will make it much easier for you to connect, hear them or feel them or somehow sense that they're there. And if you have a hard time feeling happy, then I would suggest practicing it before you actually have the spontaneous experience. And of course, being happy is a great thing. It's a good asset. It's wonderful for manifesting. It keeps your body healthier, keeps your relationships more vibrant. So you can do a 17 second exercise where you uh, think of something that makes you happy and then move that thought into a feeling and hold it for 17 seconds. 17 seconds of happy feeling will erase thousands of hours of negative thinking. And a lot of people don't know how to feel happy. So that's an exercise to get you going. Once you get in the happy feeling, then you'll be able to connect. You'll be on the same radio frequency versus most people on the other side are like on a smooth jazz frequency and most (laughs) human beings are on a country music frequency, right? You know, the dog died, the woman left me, my truck broke down. So it's really hard to come together and exchange information or feel loved ones when you're vibrating on a completely different frequency. We all know the frequency they should be on, though, is, of course, 1150 AM. 1150 AM, of course, of course. So uh, that's my my, um, homework for you. Uh, I think you'll be thrilled and excited about it. Even as a medium, sometimes it's hard to connect with people that you really love and care for. So I do this exercise when I connect with my dad. He's been gone for about four years, and it's been very successful, and I enjoy seeing him when he comes to visit myself with the girls. So that's your homework assignment, and if you want more tips, you can come to the Wednesday night class on the 19th, and for all of you who will be at East West Bookshop, I'm looking forward to that. I will see you Friday night, which is tomorrow night. I wish everyone a wonderful day. Enjoy the overcast weather here in Seattle until the sun comes out again, and I will see you next week. Joyful blessings. 
views expressed on the preceding program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM, KKNW Seattle, and KWJZ 98.9 FM, Digital HD3 Seattle. Good afternoon, Eric Ryder here with you on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. We are headed towards 1 o'clock, and it's time once again to take a look at our traffic. Well, southbound I-5 is slow now, northeast 145th, down to the 520 interchange. Northbound I-5, some hesitation between Spokane Street and the I-90 interchange. And aside from that, things looking pretty good. A little minor slowing southbound 405 Sunset Boulevard down to 167 interchange. Again, things looking good around the sound. Keep your dial here on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Joy Turner's Talk With Your Animals is live after the news and weather. It's coming up here on Alternative Talk, 1150.